97X Rumblings from the Big Bush, Part 2 with Brett Hartz. In this episode, Brett speaks about the late great Cary Gray, his long radio history, and a great 97X listener, Randy Herzl. You know, you also uh, introduced me to uh, a great guy that is a 97X uh, listener, uh, Randy the Redneck of the world-famous band, the Urinal Biscuits. Yeah, I love the. I always have loved the name. Yeah, um, yeah. Randy uh, is a longtime friend of mine. I met him through uh, another friend that I knew actually in the radio class in high school. He lived near him, so when I would go hang out with my friend Kevin, who was also on in the radio class in high school, Randy was always around. So I got to be friends with him, and and then we used to go to shows together, and uh, we did a lot together. Actually, um, uh, we. I remember when I got. Uh, fired from WMOH, my first radio job. I wasn't really fired. I was let go. I didn't do anything. I worked the overnight and they finally figured out why should we pay this dumb high school kid to do overnights when we could just put some kind of syndicated junk and let it run all night long and not have to pay near as much and worry about him sneaking in his Van Halen records at 3 a.m. <laughs> um, the old ladies didn't really, and the farmers didn't really like hearing that. But uh, So they let me go and said, yeah, we're moving on. So I, I was let go, and I think he lost his job at the same time. So what better thing to do than to uh, throw a motorcycle in the back of a pickup, drive, uh, pickup truck and drive to Daytona Beach, Florida for a week? So... We and Randy took off, and uh, we did trips and went to shows together. And, uh, yeah, Randy's still a good friend. i got to get in touch with him again. Again, it's been a while. Well, uh, my, my favorite uh, story with you, myself, and Randy was going to Phil Manning's wedding in Chicago. And uh, <laughs> at the reception, I don't know how we had the money, number one, because we worked at 97X. And number two, to think of it, to have that little swing jazz band play the theme <laughs> to, to Barney Miller oh, yeah. at his <laughs> yeah. wedding. Because <laughs> he had like a three piece in that little, you know, that little upstairs Chicago, you know, cool cat reception that he had. And, and yeah, boom, it was. It was fantastic rendition, though. I mean, it, yeah. was, it was couldn't have been a better song. It was. Funny. Yeah, I think people were dancing, were they not? Yeah, well, I would too. You know, uh, uh, marriage is going to last if you're playing the theme <laughs> to Barney Miller. Miller. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's going to last as yeah, many years as Abe Vigoda. <laughs> Fish. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I got to get in touch with Randy again. Um, it was it was great to hear Phil on the podcast. When I got news that you were going to speak with Phil, I, was, I think that's the first one I listened to. Um, and Phil's he sounds he just sounds the same mm -hmm. he sounds exactly the same yeah really uh, I don't get too far off track but I was really bummed to hear about Carrie mm -hmm. I did not because he was always someone that I I'd, obviously had always wondered about it, like well what and then I'd heard different little spotty things here and there where he might have been here or he was there and then you just sort of over the track you over you know a couple few years you start do start to lose track um, and so it was too bad because Carrie was just absolutely outrageous and a, and a great guy yeah yeah i mean like wacky radio personality but in the best sort of way you know like one of those just larger than life people and not quite wired right but it worked <laughs> oh yeah and for someone that, that was like that probably didn't need to drink that uh much coffee um <laughs> that he briefly if you even if you don't remember it's one of the besides his car catching on fire that was one of the things i remember the best memories i have of carrie and i also sent you 
uh, it's two things about Kerry. One, I sent you two, and you'll have to look for him in the email. Um, I actually, I don't know who had a camera, but I think Phil was briefly talking about the day that Kerry's car caught on fire. Um, I was there and somebody had a camera. I have pictures of his car and us standing on his car. And so I sent them to you and you've got to do something with those. Well, we are because uh, I did get those and I've already sent them off to Damien. We have uh, a plug for our website, 97xbam.com. Um, and Damien will be posting those photos probably along with your podcast talking about you know the the six packs that you would get in for the right. listener's choice and 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 uh the car burning uh that will definitely be included <laughs> the car burning. and there's actually just to let you know there's been two cars catch on fire in the in the uh, parking lot uh sledge's car also caught on fire after i was gone um okay. but but so there's been been not one but two cars burning in that parking lot we should have sued doug a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> oh the big bush was behind it the big bush was behind all that <laughs> yeah. but so real quick i'll finish up about well, since i brought it up but i mean I'll, and maybe you know something you can use or play someday or like you said you can post the audio but i was just on the air and it was during the time of the world series when oakland and the and san, san francisco, francisco were playing each other it was uh 89 or whatever the 89 yeah. world series i think or i think it was 88 yeah. And, uh, and there was the earthquake and it knocked the World Series off the air. Well, I was just on the air and I just had mentioned something to Carrie. And the next thing you know, we said, well, let's just go on the air and just talk about it. And it is one of my favorite bits of 97X. It's certainly one of my favorites, Carrie. And by God, I'm glad I'm in Cincinnati for uh, once. Um, first of all, we had what a crazy night this is going to be. It already is. We decided to play a couple songs from Public Image Limited, the bands in town, of course, at uh, Bogarts. And we might even get a little uh, little phone report on how the show's going a little bit later on. We'll wait and see if, if that pans out or not. That is... Um, song called Swan Lake. We heard rules and regulations, too. We thought we'd just throw a couple in for anybody driving down to the show or if you're out there catting around getting ready to go inside or whatever. Show prep. Yeah. yeah. And the other voice you hear on the radio, you didn't get rid of him. He's back. I never leave. It's Carrie Gray. Carrie Irie Gray. Pretty, pretty wild stuff going on in San Francisco. Well, first, we have, like, the A's winning two games right off the uh, bat. You don't have to tell them that. They know that. All right. And then now they're back at <laughs> Candlestick. They're at home, the Giants. But what you maybe do not know is that there's an earthquake in San Francisco. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And, Rick well, Rushel must have sat on the dugout. <laughs> Roseanne Barr. Chewing her gum again. Too hard. No, it's not crazy there's an earthquake in uh, San Francisco, California, Kerry. Because it happens often. But when it, you know, knocks off the uh, World Series, the quake knocked the World Series broadcast off the air for a period. It's still off, I guess. And it hit, uh, what, just 5, uh, 5 p.m. California time. Felt sharply at Candlestick Park, it says here on our hot-off-the-wire presses, where, you know, they're, they're playing, they're getting ready to meet. Uh, it says the reports of power outages, outages, outages <laughs> in downtown San Francisco. The power is still out, and buildings appear to sway several feet back and forth. So. All of the uh, network television and radio feeds are now dead because the trucks were uh, victims of the Of the quake. Uh, yeah. Of the quakeage. Of the quakeage. Right. <laughs> well, we were watching the TV. I flipped on to see the Giants, and then there's that huge, fat, bodacious <laughs> Roseanne chewing on her cow cud. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the big guy that's in all the Talking Heads movies, John Goodman, was there too. He's, He's taking all you know the abuse. David Byrne wears John Goodman's suits, <laughs> kind of like same a, as it ever was. You got like a, a, a coat and a suit with a hanger still in it, <laughs> the giant those shoulders. Are, those are John Goodman's clothes, either that or Roseanne's. Roseanne's a big <laughs> Giants fan. She's a big Giants fan. I, I a saw big her. Giants fan. She's a big one. <laughs> but anyway, so I shouldn't say that because what my first actual uh, negative being anti-TV that we are. I hate TV. I do too. It sucks. But my first my first attitude was, because you heard what NBC did. NBC uh, against the Cubs, the NL playoffs, showed the pregame. Mm-hmm. And then showed their precious little award-winning Nielsen stroke show, Cosby, and then went to the game like missing almost a first pitch. That's right. Very close because the Cos had to be on. Yes, yeah, so that's what I thought happened with Roseanne. And then they showed our coverage. Has <laughs> that has been lost because of the earthquake. So I don't know how serious if it hurt anybody or did they didn't give you a figure. No, of, there's uh, no no injuries here on the uh, like. No. All right. Well, we'll keep you informed. Yeah, there might be something soon, but yeah, I don't know. I think the whole cause is probably the Roseanne thing. Chewing her gum again. All right. Well, this is for. Uh, we'll play a song. Let's gotta, do it. You gotta play a song. This is for Candlestick Park and everybody in the Bay Area. Ninety-seven X. We got the shaking, shaking, shakes. We're going to go for a live report. Let's find out what's going on in San Francisco, courtesy of AP Network News. The earthquake tonight that knocked the World Series off the air. And Brent, how long did you work in radio total? How many years? Oh, man. Um, Like I said, when I left there, I went to Kansas for about a year, worked at the Top 40 station in the mornings, and I worked in Wichita at a rock station. I did mornings, and oh, my God. North Dakota. I went to Bismarck, North Dakota. I was a news director in the morning sidekick of a top 40 station there for about two or three years. And uh, I went to Richmond, Virginia, worked at a top 40 state or not like a triple A station. It was actually a lot of fun. Richmond, Virginia was kind of a cool town and it was WVGO. They were uh, like a triple A station. We did a little bit of everything. So it wasn't obviously quite 97 X, but it was definitely, it was definitely uh, different and it was a fun station to work work for and that was a time where uh, we had a lot of good local bands in richmond dave matthews was really up and coming at that point and um then i went up to cleveland and worked at actually that's why i went to cleveland because i had stayed in touch with phil he worked at uh wenz which was the end an alternative station and i went up there and worked at the end i went up there to work with phil and uh he i think went to pittsburgh after that and i stayed yep. in cleveland and then I went from after the end didn't last real long. And then I went over and worked at MMS for a couple of years. Uh, about that time, the writing was on the wall. Um, you started to see how this, the companies were taken over and we were owned by nationwide, the insurance company, and they were getting out of the radio business. And when they uh, decided to sell the station, uh, sell the station, of course, uh, I think there were two or three people left. They cleaned house. We all lost our job. Uh, I went out to Washington state to a, went from MMS to a little tiny station in Washington state on the Eastern Washington. And it was a little five cluster station. I was the program director and I was on a classic rock station and uh, the same sort of thing happened there, even though it was a small market station. Um, the, uh, the owner had an illness and wanted to get rid of the station and somebody else bought it. And so it was kind of the same thing over again. So after it happened two or three times, I moved back to Ohio. That's when I worked at 97 X for the last time. And actually that was the last uh, radio job I did when I signed off from 97 X the last time, that was the last time I was on the, on the radio. Wow. But just listening to you talk about that, it's, you know, like 
people don't understand. Like the life of a radio person, it's like being a minor league baseball player. Like, oh yeah, one year I was in Billings and another year I was in Washington State. And just like picking up stakes like that and going across the country has got to be rough to, to settle in and adjust. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. Um, you know, for, for for me, it wasn't so bad, and it never chose to have kids. I've been married to uh, my wife for twenty five years now. She we love to travel anyway, um, so you know, part of it wasn't too bad for us. Uh, too bad for us. There were some aspects that we really liked. There were times even after I got out of radio, we'd be working some kind of other you know, whatever job just to pay the bills was fine by me. And then we'd say, you know, I think I've had enough of Ohio. Let's go to Wyoming. And so, you know, I could do that. And we did do that. And so uh, worked different jobs, did different things, been across this country more than once. And uh, now I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. The climate suits me. I love it. And I think the moving days are done, so I'm going to stay put. But uh, you never know. We'll see. But, yeah, there were were certain times where it was tough. It was like, okay, you know, um, let's get the U-Haul again. We're we're out of here. But that was the life of radio. That's how you bounced around and you tried to work your way up. Um, You have to start somewhere small and, you know, you go back and forth. And that's just the way it was. Yeah. Go ahead. The toughest part, I think, and you alluded to this, is just the the consolidation of radio where like one conglomerate buys up six more stations in a market and then you're out of a job two days later, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. I remember going into work that night. I didn't. I remember there was a meeting like the week of, you know, whatever day, like it could have been a Tuesday or something. Uh, where they said, hey, uh, you have set everybody down. There's going to be some changes. They give you that talk. Don't worry. Don't worry. Nothing's going to happen. And uh, Famous last words. <laughs> you know, I remember going in just literally a few days later. I worked 7 to midnight, and I walked in, and I, I knew something was up because everybody was just kind of sitting around with long faces. There were people there that were there then that weren't normally there in the evening. And uh, I noticed uh, – this was a WMMS in Cleveland. There are a lot of fantastic studio and facilities. I mean, gold records on the walls from record companies. I mean, big names. I mean, cool stuff. And a lot of those were missing. And I'm like, what is going on? And I knew what was happening. And so, uh, yeah, I was able to get a a Tom Petty gold record since I was one of the new guys. Uh, The Led Zeppelins and the Bruce Springsteen gold albums were gone. I got stuck with Tom Petty, but that's better than nothing. But yeah, they said, uh, you know, that's it. Tonight's your last shift. I mean, it was just like that. And then, honestly, even when I went out to work at that small station in Washington State, we had five stations. You know, we had the, the top 40, the classic rock, the oldies. We had a little bit of everything. And I was the program or the, excuse me, the production director for all of them. And I was on the air for the classic rock station in the afternoons. After a while, all they wanted me to do was voice track my shift and work on other things. And it just, you know, it, it, it wasn't personable and lost its fun. And uh, same thing happened in Washington. They, they changed owners. And after that, it was just, I was done. 97X. That is beautiful. Self-discovery, personal triumphs. I love it. Rumblings from the Big Bush.